We believe that there is a resurrection from the dead and we will all stand before God and give an account of our lives to Jesus Christ one day. We believe there is a heaven and there is a hell. The Bible is very clear about heaven and hell. The Bible is very clear about the resurrection. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Roll Reese in Diamond Bar, California. It's great to have you with us today for our continuing focus on the spiritual legacies of biblical believers. Today, as Roll highlights the prophet Jonah's astonishing survival after three days in a whale, you'll see how this experience symbolizes Christ's death and resurrection. We'll get assurance that because Jesus spent three days in a tomb and conquered the grave, we can enjoy eternal life in heaven. Let's listen as Raul Reese begins today's lesson. There's a lot of times people have problems with the resurrection of Jesus Christ, especially the physical resurrection. And yet we know that Jesus constantly was talking about the resurrection. This morning I want to share a message with you called Jonah, a type of Christ's resurrection. It's from the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verses 38 to 42. And by the way, it's so good to see so many of you here this morning. But I want to take this time this morning to challenge every person present this morning about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Not just to believe it because people tell you about it. But I want you to search it out. There are two classes of people the Bible talks about and two classes of people in the world. Those who believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ and those who do not believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ that he rose again from the dead. Here in Matthew chapter 12 beginning with verse 38, let me read to you what it says. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered saying, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But we answered and said unto them, An evil and an adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up in judgment with this generation and condemn it. Because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and indeed a greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise up in judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and indeed a greater than Solomon is here. The queen of the south, she was a Gentile. Solomon was a Jew. And yet Jesus is being challenged by the Pharisees, the religious leaders of his time, concerning the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And yet Jesus had been speaking to these religious leaders. And while he was speaking to them, they were rejecting the message that he was bringing to them. The very request of these scribes and Pharisees 
was for a sign literally to be depressingly insincere. And yet they came asking for a compelling sign. And though they really were open to persuasion, they are like the men today that are demanding to hear, tell me about Jesus, but at the same time, placing their fingers in their ears and jamming their fingers in their ears and saying, I really don't want to hear it. There's a lot of people like that today. There are many, many people that actually bring a challenge to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And yet Jesus calls those people, as he did at that time, he called them an evil, adulterous generation. The prophet Isaiah, prophesying 700 years before Christ, spoke about these people. He said, Therefore the Lord said, In so much as these people draw near with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but have removed their hearts far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the commandments of men. Jesus was saying that they rather believe the commandments of men than really truly believe the word of God. The inspiration of the scriptures. Illumination. Revelation. This is the word of the Lord. And yet Dr. Billy Graham on the truth of the resurrection quote says, The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the chief proof of the Christian faith. It is the truth which lies at the very foundation of the gospel. Other doctrines may be important, but the resurrection is essential. It's a must. Jesus himself rebuked the Pharisees to confirm his resurrection. In Matthew 16, 4, he said, A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And then he left them and departed from them. So Jesus himself proclaims the resurrection constantly in the scriptures. In Matthew 16, 21, he said from that time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and to suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. In Matthew 17, 23, he says, and they will kill him and the third day he will be raised up and they were exceedingly sorrowful. In Matthew 20, verse 19, and delivered him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify. And on the third day, he will rise again. In Matthew 27, 63, saying, Sir, we remember while he was still alive, how the, the deceiver said, after three days, I will rise again. John 5, 25, most assuredly I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear shall live. For as the Father has life in himself, so has he granted the Son to have life in himself and has given his authority to execute judgment also because he is a Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice, and they will come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. So Jesus is confirming through the Gospels 
that the resurrection is a real thing and that there is going to be a day of judgment. You see, the Bible says that Jesus is greater than Jonah in many ways as he gives this text. He says that he's greater in his person for Jonah was a mere man just like you and me. Jesus was 100% man, 100% God. He was divine. He was greater in his obedience for Jonah disobeyed God and was chastened. Jesus actually died while Jonah's grave was in the belly of the great fish. Jesus arose from the dead under his own power. Jonah ministered only in one city while Jesus gave his life for the whole world. For the whole world. Certainly Jesus was greater in his love. For Jonah did not love the people of Nineveh. He wanted them all to die. Yet Jesus, it says in John 3.16, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that whoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jonah's message saved Nineveh from judgment. He was a messenger of the wrath of God. Jesus' message was of grace and salvation to the world. When we trust Jesus Christ, we are not only saved from the judgment to come, but we receive eternal and abundant life through the grace of God given to each one of us individually. And maybe here this morning, there might be some of you presently this morning, that maybe have some doubts in your minds about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You may in your own way believe that there's no really life after death. You know, there's been people in history like that always. Always. We believe that there is a resurrection from the dead and we will all stand before God and give an account of our lives to Jesus Christ one day. We believe there is a heaven and there is a hell. The Bible is very clear about heaven and hell. The Bible is very clear about the resurrection. When you die, you either go to one place or to the other, but you have no neutral place. No neutral place. You have to make a choice. Heaven or hell. That's why we're here this morning, because of what Jesus Christ has done. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. For resources to help you grow in faith and pursue God's perfect will for your life, visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165. You can also catch Straight Talk with Raul on his YouTube channel, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. Now back to the final part of today's study. According to the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it proves that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, according to the Scriptures, that He is the Son of God. In John 10, 17, 18 says, Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay down my life by myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. Jesus confirming that when he came, he was on a mission. 
the Father sent him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The scriptures verify the truth about the resurrection, even in the Old Testament. 750 years before, in Psalm 16.10, David wrote, For you will not leave my soul in hell, nor will you allow the Holy One to see corruption. Speaking of Jesus. Thirdly, the resurrection assures us of our own resurrection. That we're going to be resurrected. In 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 and 14, Paul said, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have died, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those that have died in Jesus Christ. We're going to die one day. And when we die, our body, our physical body stays here, goes back into the earth because it's earthly. But the spirit and the soul, immediately when you take your last breath, you go to be with the Lord Jesus Christ if you're a Christian. But if you're not, you go immediately, according to the Bible, to hell. And in hell, you will wait until the white throne judgment. When the white throne judgment comes, hell will be emptied out. Every person in hell will stand in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and they will be judged and the books will be opened and whoever is not found written in the book of life will be cast into the lake of fire, a different place in hell. Hell and death and the devil and his demons will be cast into the lake of fire and every person who has not believed in Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. It's not about religion. It's about a personal relationship with Christ. That's why Jesus Christ came. The assurance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And fourthly, it is the proof of a future judgment. According to Acts 17.31. Because he has appointed a day on which he, Jesus, will judge the world in righteousness by the men who he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising Jesus Christ from the dead. What a blessed thing it was being there in Israel again. Walking into that tomb. Looking inside of the tomb and watching that place where Jesus was laid. And to be able to be confirmed once again for the 30th time, Jesus is not here. He's gone. He's coming again. To receive us unto himself that where he is, we all can be with him. And then fifthly, it is the basis for Christ's heavenly priesthood according to Hebrews. In Hebrews 7.23, he says, Also there were many priests because they were prevented by death from continuing. But he, Jesus, because he continues forever, he is an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost or to the guttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives and makes intercession for them for such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens, who does not need daily 
as those high priests to offer up sacrifices first for his own sins and then for the people's for this Jesus did once and for all when he offered himself. For the law appoints a high priest men who have weakness, but the word of oath when comes after the law appoints a son who has been perfected forever and ever and ever. Who's that? Jesus. Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. The resurrection gives power for Christian living so we can live the Christian life. Romans 8, 4 says that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Holy Spirit's power. According to the Holy Spirit's power. When Jesus died and rose again, And then he left after 40 days. What did he do 10 days later? He sent on the 50th day the Holy Spirit to empower the church so that we can be powerful people, not weak people. And that's why we're sitting here this morning in this great place. Seventh, the resurrection assures our future inheritance. 1 Peter 1, 3 says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for every one of you who are noticed, who are kept by the power of God through faith, for salvation, ready to be unveiled in the last time. The last time. And eighth, it is the proof of God's power to us. The resurrection. 1 Corinthians 6.14 says, And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by His dunamis power. And ninth, it is based on our union with Christ. The resurrection. Romans 8.11 says, But if the Spirit of Him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised up Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Holy Spirit who dwells in you. The Holy Spirit in us, working through us every day of our lives. And then tenth, it is the transforming power in nature. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, Paul says, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all die, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we will be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass a saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O hell, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Here it is. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable always, abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I love that. Not in vain in the Lord. You're not wasting your time. 
We're here for a purpose. And that purpose is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Imagine when Jonah was in the belly of that big fish. Three days and three nights. A type of the resurrection. And Jesus used that because Jesus said, even as Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights, so must the Son of Man be three days and three nights were in the heart of the earth. But the grave could not keep him. Jesus Christ not only descended to hell to set captivity free, but Jesus Christ rose again from the dead so that he could free people. Give us eternal life. Forgiveness of our sins according to the word of God. And that we would have the assurance that if we were to die today, we would go to heaven. And yet at the same time, our heart is burdened because there are so many people that think they're going to heaven. But they're not. There is another place called hell. A place where there's darkness. There's gnashing of teeth, tormented day and night. And once that person dies, cannot ever, ever come back. And by the way, the Bible says they wish they could come back and get saved. They wish they could come back again. Read Luke 16. When that rich man was talking to Abraham, he said, I have five brothers at home, Father Abraham. Do you think it would be possible if somebody can go back from the dead and tell them about this place of torment, lest they come here too? And Abraham said, son, it's too late. Because even if somebody would go back from the dead, they still would not believe. And that was before Jesus came and died on the cross. And Jesus Christ, now for the last 1900 years, historically speaking, died and rose again from the dead. And people still do not believe. Until they die, then it's too late. Today is the day of salvation, the Bible says. Not tomorrow. But today. Well, if you've never received Jesus' gift of eternal life, we hope that Jonah's story has been an inspiration for you to entrust your future and your soul to the one who endured death and overcame the grave for your sake. You're listening to Somebody Lives You Radio with Raul Reese. Today's lesson is available in its complete form by calling 800-634-9165. Just call that number and send a gift of $5 or more. When you contact us, ask for Raul's teaching titled, Jonah, A Type of Christ's Resurrection. Now, we'd also like to tell you about Raul's entire 20-part series titled, Men of the Bible. Available on either CD or a USB drive, This study will ground you in God's goodness as you explore the faith journeys of others who've gone before you. You'll see that when you come to the Lord in humble surrender and hopeful expectation, He can radically transform your heart and life. To purchase Rawls' 20-lesson study titled Men of the Bible, visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165. We'll send you a flash drive for $21 or the CD collection for $26. That's 800-634-9165. To order by writing us, the mailing address is Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. 
Be sure to take advantage of all of our free resources. Our app features live streamed teaching, digital Bible studies, and much more. You can also look for us on iTunes or Spotify to download free podcasts of all of these programs. And you can visit somebodylovesyou.com to subscribe to Rawls' daily devotional emails. If you'd like to email Rawl directly with your Bible questions or prayer requests, his address is Pastor Rawl at somebodylovesyou.com. Your generous donations help us keep sharing the good news of God's Word, and every gift is tax-deductible. Well, thanks for making us a part of your day today. We love studying the Bible with you, and we hope you'll meet us again here next time to discover more of its life-giving truth. Here's Rawl now with a closing thought from today's lesson. And I wonder if today, here in this auditorium, this, in this stadium this morning, those of you that were brought here by someone or you came on your own, if the Holy Spirit truly and surely speaks to your heart, and you know in your heart that if you would die today or tomorrow, and you would not go to heaven, listen, I would be truly examining my life if I didn't have that assurance that peace that God gives to us. And if you're here this morning and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm not talking about religion, that you go to church. I'm talking about people that can make a commitment to Jesus Christ. When you come, you come with all your sins and then you confess your sins, you repent of your sins, by faith you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He takes His blood and He washes you completely and fully, and He gives you eternal life, and He writes your name in the book of life, and He gives you the assurance of what? Of eternity. If you die today, you will go to heaven. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.